I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. It's Breaking Backwards. It's uh, mid-season three. This was quite a, I mean, I know the next episode that we watch together will be even more eventful, but this one had a lot of information in it, and I was yeah. just treading water, really. S- sort of a pseudo-bottle episode. It's uh, a lot of hospital waiting rooms, but still yeah. exciting. We have at least, you know, like the sense of a B story in here, so that's good, I guess. And a C story, I suppose. Yeah, so. we got we got Jesse hanging out in the lab. We got a uh, uh, Gus doing shit with the cartel, and then we got just fun times in a hospital. Yeah, which is you know, hey, pretty exciting episode of television. That's mostly in the most boring place in the world. <laughs> um, this episode's called "I See You," which is a pun because it's the he's oh, in the ICU. Oh yeah, there you are. But there it's it also is. about yeah, because like Gus sees Walt. He's like, I know what you're doing. I know your brother's in the DEA, bitch. Yeah. I see. I fucking see you. We get that scene uh, that you saw in a flashback much later. Yes. That was fun. Uh, I like this episode a lot. Clearly, the next episode we watch is going to be a little more exciting. I'm very um, anxious. I, I'm excited to see how Hank kills one guy and injures another guy without any gun, you know? Yeah. I, I will say it is a little violent. Not as bad as some of the worst stuff we've seen. I not imagine near, it would be very violent. N- not yeah. nearly as bad as the throat cut. Not mm. nearly like, uh, but it is kind of important that you watch it. So I'll I'll do my best to watch it. We'll have to rewind it as many times. We, we might have to put you in that Clockwork Orange machine. No, I'll 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 manage. I've been playing a lot of La Noire lately, and that has some. Uh... Tell me about La Noire. I would love that you're playing this game from 2011. Well, this version is from like 2017 or 2018 because okay. they re-released it. They like re they remastered it, mm-hmm. and um, it's pretty fucking great. Uh, um, I yeah, I thought it was going to be just like Grand Theft Auto 1950s, and it's kind of it's a little more nuanced than that, right? You have to like interrogate yeah. people. It's in the 40s. It's in the late oh, 40s, 40s, and yeah. uh, it's a it's it is like pretty much Los Angeles essentially, um, and. The first chunk of it, there's a good part that deals with uh, the Black Dahlia murders, mm-hmm. and then it goes on beyond that. It's not just the Black Dahlia murders, though. That's like the first half, and you're just like a a, a guy returning from World War II who's like you know um, an officer who gets promoted to a detective that goes from like you know traffic to homicide to arson to all these things, and it has like a pretty you know, it's a Rockstar game, so it has a congruent storyline that, you mm-hmm. know, is pretty interesting. But it is fun to, like, interrogate people. And you, there are still, like, car chases and, like, ru- climbing on buildings and, like, running and chasing perps and shooting at people. It's pretty fun. I'd be interested in playing this remastered version because I remember I never played it. I watched a college roommate play it in college. Sure. And they were really hot to trot on their technology that they have, like, oh, no, you can read these people's faces, and that's how you tell if they're lying. They'll give you, like, little tells. Yeah. And I was like, these look like Android people. This, I can't <laughs> tell if they're lying. This is dumb. Uh, I do like that they took uh, Ken Cosgrove from Mad Men, and he's the main character. They just put him in the game, like, the actor and everything. Yeah. Did you watch Mad Men? No. Oh, good shit. 
Yeah, I, 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 it's bizarre how all the characters look like the people who voice them. Um, yeah. so I think that they mo-capped it, right? Yeah, I suppose they did. Because yeah. there's some I, other actors too that were like, oh, it's that, like, I looked up the cast and was like, Jesus, what the hell? These are just I mean, the people. The, they, we, video games like need a star now. And it's, I don't know if I like it. Like, do you see that new game Giancarlo Esposito or Gus is in? No, what, what's he uh, in? Uh, it's a game called Far Cry. It's the new Far Cry game. I've never played that series, but it's just weird. All the posters is just him looking dead into camera, and it's just it's just him. <laughs> but I, I guess it's, I don't know. And then there's that one last year with Norman Reedus, the last of, I, was, I forget what it's called. I think, doesn't Cyberpunk have Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, and Cyberpunk has Keanu Reeves. That's the biggest one. They're giving people their money back for that game. Yeah. I am uh, recently became friends with like a lot of people in uh video games i guess. i don't know what to say so i know somebody who was like the director on a couple different sections of the new spider-man game um oh, and it just seems like fuck there's so many things i wish i was like i should have tried to like break into that industry like yeah. writing video games you know it's wild that's cool they got yeah. good shit they said it's, it's a wonderful medium uh yeah and it's nice it's nice all, all our parents or at least my age they're like hey that f- that's for kids. You're going to grow up and you're going to have to do taxes. That, and, yeah. And now, hey, you were telling me you play Fortnite with your son. I mean, I'm not good at it, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's just a way to... He makes me join a team with his other eight-year-old friends. And I'm like, Love I it. don't think anybody wants this. And he's like, no, they're cool with you playing. And I'm like, I don't know. I what, There was a game called Donkey Kong Country 3 Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. Yeah, uh, that was on the Super Nintendo, and there's an overworld map, and me and my brother, for the life of us, could not figure out where. Like, we're like, oh, where's the next open area? We couldn't figure it out. Like, we know we'd beaten all the levels, but we just didn't know where to go. Yeah, we invited our mom into the room, like, hey, can you figure this out? And she just looked at this controller, like it was a spaceship, and <laughs> was like, I can't. I no, I can't help you. And I was so thoroughly disappointed. Uh, and the lack of guidance she could give me, and knowing that you and your generation of parents can be much more useful in that type of situation makes me happy. I mean, I don't know that that's true. They do make me play video games for them sometimes, but like on Fortnite, I'm like, what button do I press? And they like tell me how to do things. But but question: hmm. When you ask that, and are they like, hey, hit A? Do you know where the A button is? Yeah. I my, would teach my dad how to play video games, and I he, he I'd be like, oh, A is jump. He goes, well, which one's A? And I'm like, dude, they're labeled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you funny. What do you want from me? I'm six. Like, come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyways, oh, I guess yeah. we should get to the. We should get to Breaking Bad. All the the casting the, the casting directors in this said, hey. I want to break the record on under fives. How, how long can we get this IMDb cast list? Let's go. <laughs> Let's populate a hospital, everybody. And everybody's just got a, only a couple thoughts, really. Yep. Uh, Everyone's yeah. got just a little bit to say. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> but it's a fun episode. Uh, uh, let's get into it with our jackets. And um, they're on. Yes, they are. Oh, but speaking of taking putting clothes on, it opens up with Jesse taking clothes off putting them on well he takes his gown off that's the first oh thing we yeah see. that's true that yeah. was horny and he is and you see the yeah he's skinny he's skinny and he's beat the hell up he's got all sorts yeah. of stuff going on and his this... face is all puffy and big i will tell you that i thought whatever i didn't know what landed uh hank in the hospital for a while and i kind of thought that 
whatever landed Hank in the hospital also landed Jesse in the hospital, and I was wrong. They are not at least immediately related, so there you go. Did you have any idea Jesse was hospitalized at any point? Have they mentioned that? I don't really think so, and I also hadn't heard about any assaults, which is something we'll go into later, mm, but yeah. I didn't have any idea about any of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah I just we, knew we that just he got boo-boos. Yeah. yeah, oh, we just, jinx, we just jinxed on boo-boo. Uh, somebody um, owes somebody a Coke, as you I'll would mail, say. I'll Amazon you a Coke. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this boo-boo's turned into a full-on face caving. Yeah. Jesus, I he had like a whole extra set of cheekbones on one side. It was wild. Yeah, props to the prosthetics department over at AMC. I'm sure they got their friends of The Walking Dead over here to help them out with that. <laughs> Um, uh, so yes. And we see Jesse get wheeled out of the hospital. And one thing that occurred to me in this scene, I was like, what type of health insurance does Jesse have? I think he has like the kind where it's like, it's like do no harm. It's Cause it's like an emergency and like, yeah, we'll fix him. But then like, bye. Yeah. That and, must uh, be he can, probably, he can probably cover a lot of out of pockets. Uh, but he isn't just rolled out by himself. He gets rolled out by an orderly, and that orderly is played by Steve Corona. Steve Corona is an actor who fucking books. <laughs> He's in such, you can see him in such shows as The Lone Ranger in 2013. Mm. Uh, Knight in a show this year called Interrogation as Desk Officer. Okay. And uh, as well as, let's find something. He was in a TV movie called Georgia O'Keefe. How's that for relevant? so relevant and then he was in this show like the next year and he's like oh all these fucking george o'keefe projects i'm the george o'keefe guy (laughs) anyway that's enough about him he seems cool back to the episode all right uh so uh jesse goes to smoke and the orderly's like don't you do that right here he goes fuck you and he smokes and then as he's uh lighting up a cigarette uh in comes another um ambulance and he's like oh this is gonna be good and he wheels over to check out what's going on and guess who's getting taken out of the ambulance well it's hank and he's actually getting taken out of the ambulance by brian g lax brian g lax is an actor (laughs) who plays the emt uh and he is in a bunch of better call saw holy shit is he playing oh he's a supervising music editor he's a set he's an actual set medic he's in every episode of breaking bad holy shit oh that's okay. why his acting wasn't that great. Because he's not an actor. He's not an actor. He's a set medic. So he's much uh, closer to a doctor than an actor. Yep. 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 And then there was another EMT whose name, who was a girl, whose name I cannot find. Okay. It might be Angela Blake as nurse uncredited. But moving back onto the episode. Sorry, guys. We have a lot of these digressions this time. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so that Jesse watches as they wheel Hank in and they prep him for the OR and everything. And you and I have a quick discussion about how we could never be that cool, calm and collected in a crisis and we'd never yeah. be good doctors. We both got doctors in our lives. Um, and they're both, mine's my sister-in-law and then like my, my really good friend, Austin. And they're just like a different type of human being where I, they, yeah. yeah, they just I, don't panic and it's weird. I've only ever like been on a couple dates with the doctor or something i've never actually i don't know there's no oh wait no my cousin's wife is a doctor they're they're just more level-headed than we are we're very emotional people who uh can't keep our thoughts together so like i if i have like too much free time on a whole day and i wake up it takes me a while to get out of bed because i will look at the ceiling for a long time and i go like why am i even getting out of bed (laughs) Uh, and i feel like my doctor friends don't do that 
They yeah. go another day to help the world. Yeah, I mean, I lately have been feeling kind of, you know, like, oh, what do you even do during mm-hmm. this part of the pandemic? And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like they're, you know, they just don't, they don't have that kind of trouble like as we do, you know? Yeah, both my doctor friends have uh, the vaccine already. And neither of them even tried to sneak me some. And I'm really fucking bummed about it. You know, I think that that's going to be okay. They probably needed it better. And I don't know how they has to be kept like on ice, like, like subarctic temperatures. So but if you grab a handful and put it down your pants, and you get it to me like really quick, I feel like it's it's fine. Wouldn't it freeze their pants? Yes, it would free. It'd be a little uncomfortable, Meg, but they're also my friends. <laughs> well, so we are watching Jesse realize what's happening to Hank, and he's kind of like in awe of it. And then, he, you know, Skinny Pete, he shows up and he's like, hey, so I am late. Are you, how are you doing? You look like shit. And uh, Jesse goes, I'm doing fucking great. And that is it. That's the end of the cold open. He's stoked to see Hank injured. And I don't think we're any animosity between Jesse and Hank. Was that on your radar whatsoever? I mean, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that there was some history there. I guess I didn't know that there was potentially an assault charge. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I think next time they meet is way later in season five, I believe. Oh, when when. Yeah. Jesse's like, help me essentially with Hank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hank Hank almost, he's like, oh, Walt might kill Jesse. Fuck it. I'll get Walt on tape. Great. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, if I guess the fact that, yeah, there is some animosity there. He's like, oh, who cares? Who gives a shit, little prick, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we hear the wonderful opening credits. Uh, and then uh, we go to the, we, you recognize Gail's car. Well, because he has a Subaru with a recumbent bicycle on top and Ron, uh, uh, Ran, Ron Paul stickers on it. And I have a Subaru that doesn't have any of that. But I, like, realize what they're trying to do by giving making him, like, a Subaru Outback driver, I guess, the first yeah, time he saw and his you, car. And you phone banked for Ron Paul. <laughs> I did. No, I... Yeah, you phone. You really liked him. You yeah. hate taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Everyone in the show hates taxes. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, uh, but no, I think... I just, I thought it was an interesting, they really painted a picture just with his vehicle. I think, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't I see it. a lot of Subarus in television shows. And I wonder what people think of people who drive Subarus because it's kind of like, I don't know. I have opinions about like certain types of cars people drive. And I just don't <laughs> know if people think people who drive Subarus are all one way or another. That's all. I once again, I'm gonna have to defer to my lack of object permanence with uh, vehicles. I, <laughs> I all I remember is a, a blob on wheels. That's what all cars look like to me. Do not remember them. Fair. No idea. Okay. Well, you know how uh, so like you're you know how like certain types of board games you're like oh only certain type of people play that type of board game. Well, yeah, of course everyone knows that. Yeah. So imagine that, but with cars. <laughs> I don't know, but, every, but you just drive a car. You, just, you drive it. <laughs> Okay. Where are you going? You're at A. You're going to B. I don't know what the... Why do we need these different ones? You got trucks. Those can hold more stuff. That's good. Yes. You got RVs. Those can hold people for sleep. That's better. Mm -hmm. There we go. Uh, Everything else is just details. Sorry. I... Oh, and then you have race cars. Those are for racing. Oh, yes. Race cars are very much exclusively for racing. You can't really race RVs the same way you could race a race car. Well, you could... It'd be great. 
but yeah, you're right. You they an RV wouldn't win against a race car. So true. I don't know that there would be the level of excitement. You know what? No, I bet to a very small subset of the population, the excitement would be just the much, just as much as with race car driving. If the rules were a little lax on running into each other, I think it'd be fine. I think and they have like, that called like demolition derbies. Yeah, essentially. and you could have your spouse like pop out the windows and like hit them with a poker or something. <laughs> yeah, a poker or something. Uh, yeah, like a fire poker or whatever. You just give them an RV. You give them all the supplies that you would have in front of a, a hearth fireplace, <laughs> and then you go, all right, race and use these tools to your advantage. I mean, it sounds divine. I love it. Uh, yeah. All right. Come at me, TNT. Buy that. Buy that idea. <laughs> Spike, if you're still around, I don't think you are. You can have it, too. Uh, okay. So I think CM, I, CMT is the... Not TNT. CMT? Is that what no, you said? No, I said TNT. They know drama. Oh, I thought you meant, like... See, I thought CMT would be, like, airing that live, for sure. Oh, oh country music television? They'd also be a good buyer. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to make sure we're going to, like, at them when we release this we're gonna, episode. Yeah, we're going to put together a pitch packet, yeah. and uh, we will we'll get this made. Okay, uh, he's firing Gale. Yeah, and Gale is like, what the fuck? I'm, he's pretty pissed off. I've never seen Gale mad before, and I, I felt for him. He just got fired, and he wants to know why, what's going on, what's wrong, especially because he built that lab himself, and he feels like everything is unfair here. And then, of course, in the middle of getting dumped, Jesse comes in and just starts hooping and hollering and banging on everything, yeah. talking about how great it is. And not only did he build this lab, he we don't learn this until a flashback later, but you already know it. Uh, he built this lab and like put in the recommendation for Walt. He's like, dude, you got to hire this guy. Yeah. He's fucking OG. There's so little diarrhea in his meth. It's like I'm not even eating diarrhea. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, it seems like... Gail really just gets fisted throughout this whole series, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. What? He takes a fisting in this episode, and the very next episode, he gets fisted to death. And then the very, the first, I don't know, he's so perfect. Can we just take a minute to, can we call it the Gail Power Hour and just talk about Gail? Sure. This this is not the last time you'll see Gail, so just heads up on that. I know, but but I feel like I'm not going to see him for too much longer either. True. True. So I'm yeah, sad about he, it. He will have a first appearance at some point. Yeah. And it seems like it's probably going to be in season eight or season eight. This was just episode eight. It's probably going to be in season three. So I probably only have a couple more episodes to see him. Right. Who knows? I don't know. I cannot confirm that. OK, fair. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. I just uh, cannot. The, the rules of this show dictate. So, um... So Gail leaves and Jesse's still banging on stuff going like, what? What? Oh, lab. What? What? And uh, Victor is like, this guy is extra as hell. You got to cook up 200 pounds of meth this week. Mm -hmm. And uh, while it's like, okay, will do. Uh, Five, nine human being who's a little overweight of meth you need to make, I believe. (laughs) That's a, that's overweight to obese would be 200 pounds for a 5'9 male. Okay. Um, wow. I think so. Okay. Guys, I'll let you in a secret. I hit 200 pounds one time and a personal trainer told me I was technically obese and it set me down the road I'm on right now. Really affected me, that choice of words from that personal trainer. You know, I, I also think that that guy sucks. Oh, I did not hire him. Uh, <laughs> I used his free session to glean that information and I was like, you are a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and then fucking got after it, bro. 
Yeah. And now I waggle my dick at his house. Well, I, he lives in L.A., but, so I can't waggle my dick at his house. Actually, I do. Uh, I, like, like. What do you do? Like our Islamic friends do towards Mecca, I do towards his house. I <laughs> waggle my dick. Just to the concept of his house? Yeah, in the, in the general direction. There you where go. Where it would be in the world. There you go. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Sorry. I'm in a mood today. Uh, <laughs> Jesse also says, he's like, hey, are we cooking today? Because, you know, your brother's all fucked up. And Walt's like, who, what? He oh, got one shot second. to shit. And he Someone's runs. ringing my doorbell and my, my, my roommate's waiting for a package. Oh, okay. Man, well, keep going. Adam is going to get that package. I will talk about how uh, Walt burst into the hospital and there's uh, Steve Gomez and the ASAC and... I guess I should have started with these three, Marie Jr. and uh, Smoking Lady. And they're all really concerned about Hank's well-being. They don't really know what's going on or why it happened. Just that, you know, two people came after Hank and attacked him. And Hank killed one outright. And the other one is severely injured in the hospital. And Hank did it all without his gun. And Marie is like, what the heck? Why didn't he have a gun? And... Come back. All right, he's back. Sorry. What's up? I got to the part where uh, Marie was talking about asking questions as to why Hank didn't have his gun. Oh, we. Oh, you talked about a lot. Oh, shit. Okay. I covered a lot of ground. Should I just do it again? I mean, I don't know. I I'll might have missed something. It. I'm not sure. I'll listen to it later. And then a little out of breath, there was a big... My roommate texted me. He said, "Hey, I'm getting a package today. We'll be at home because you gotta let the door guy in." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, there's a big package that said "fragile" all over it. And I was like, "Oh, what did you order?" Man, I wonder guns? what he ordered. Prob oh, guns aren't that fragile though. Yeah. Oh, I hope you ordered a, like a big chandelier, <laughs> like a really yeah. big one for our Brooklyn apartment. I, because I've been watching so much The Crown, as you know. Mm. And if I can make this place even a little bit like Buckingham Palace, I'll be happy. I hope he got an entire china cabinet already filled to the brim with Precious Moments porcelain balls. Oh, yeah, shit. All right, that's, that wins. <laughs> That'd be... Yeah, I hope he does. Oh, God, Hummel Central up in here. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, they're in the waiting room. Hank lost his gun. That's Meg probably explained already. Well, I didn't explain just that Marie's like, why didn't he have his gun on him? And uh, the ASAC was like, oh, because of the assault charge, it's standard to take away the gun. And Marie lost her shit totally. Like, he's in here because of you you guys. You, you should have backed him up, Steve. You were in Texas. Mr. ASAC's man, you should have backed up your man instead of taking away his gun and leaving him there. And then they and then she's like, get out of here, Steve. You go grow a goatee. Uh, <laughs> and then they leave. And then she turns on Walt, who's like, what did I what do? The, what the and, fuck? Come on. And she, and she said, you bought pot from that little degenerate. And So that made me think it, it was Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was Jesse. So that um, made me think that a Hank assaults Jesse at some point. And when I was gone, did you also uh, talk about that? They, this is where they reveal that Hank like took out two guys. Yes. And cool. And also that Walt Jr. was like not having it with Walt. Oh, I didn't mention that. Yeah, he seemed yeah. like he really needed to beat off. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to jerk off. That's what we have to get that in there. Well, a lot of like, I just want to jerk off so I can go to sleep energy from Flynn this episode. 
Man, do you remember being that horny at that age where you just be like, just everyone get away. I got to fucking beat off. Like, Yeah, now I can be like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom and beat off real quick. Yeah. And just be like, all right, we're adults. It's fine. Yeah. We, it's number three. We just got to beat off. Yeah. Just got to beat off real quick. Okay. Uh, Guys, I don't really do that. Jesus. Calm down, everyone. Listeners, I can hear your tweets from here. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, uh, I've eaten a lot today. Also, that's why I'm kind of like this. You're hyper from eating? Yeah. Well, I had a lot of sugar. I Because uh, <laughs> I've been like really good about all that. But then this, this is Christmas week. It's I like rails are off the wagon or whatever. Sure. And it's so I'm calling phrase. it fat in 2020. <laughs> and I'm just eating whatever I want. So today I've had a cinnamon roll and a donut. <gasps> that would just make me sit on the toilet for 25 minutes. Like <laughs> I, I did. I did sit on the toilet for 25 minutes and I'm in There'll probably be 25 more. But I <laughs> but that we're in between that now. Uh, and, I am. Yeah. Um, oh, go on. Sorry. No, I my son has taken up taken on baking like it's kind of become a thing he likes a lot my man love it yeah he like he's good at it too he made a chocolate pie the other day it's pretty good actually it's really yeah but he probably wants to dip it in ranch doesn't he no he likes to just put an obscene amount of whipped cream on it (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) and he's gonna be making chocolate chip cookies with sprinkles on monday for some reason and uh and maybe a pumpkin pie so um yeah, anyways, I've just been eating baked goods, and I had a couple drinks the last few nights, so I'm feeling particularly uh, water retainy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but... I go pretty donut crazy when I get like this. What and What's I your favorite do- flavor? So I'm boring. I I just... I do love just a donut with, like, vanilla frosting and sprinkles, and I want to try every donut establishment's version of that everywhere. Do you like the cakey ones or the yeast ones? I go back and forth. If they have both, I'll try. I'll have one of each. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't I really like care for the cakey ones, and my favorite flavor is uh, to have a maple uh, yeasty one. Like Those are my favorite for sure. Um, the one I had today was from a place called Fat Donut, and it's just the only good. It's the only donut place that doesn't have Duncan in its name near me. <laughs> and uh, I uh, there's this Greek man I go to on days such as today, and I uh, I he has a million different like weird little flavors. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, that's like fig leaf. And I'm like, all right, oh, what's that? And he'll be like ginger, and I'm like, all right, great. Vanilla frosting and sprinkles, please. <laughs> That's wild. That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to it. Uh, we are... So, uh... <sighs> oh, they kind of just... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it cuts to them. Uh, all the DEA agents are giving blood uh, for Hank. Yes. And, um... Uh... That seems like it's, unless you know your blood type and his blood type, they're just going to get a lot of blood that's not going to do much good. I feel like it's, no, I think it's more like a ritual thing. Like if you dunk, like dip his hands or his face in blood, then <laughs> then our Lord Satan they will wa- they wash grant him long life. Blood. <laughs> yeah, it's a blood sacrifice. Oh, my mic just did the thing. It I can did. see it. God damn it. And that was really funny. Uh, can you hear that when you listen to Oh, you're wearing Master Chief. Yeah, I wanted to see if you'd notice. This fucking microphone cost $130, and it just really is not stepping up. You should write an angry letter to the manufacturer. I often do, and I get free stuff that way. Really? Yeah. As a, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Well, I just want to let you know that if you write angry letters, sometimes it helps. 
Especially if, like, it is something that's defective. Recently online, I saw a, a Facebook friend who got a whole box of lint truffles, and all of them were hollow. They wrote... What? Yeah. They wrote an angry email to lint, and they got a new box of truffles sent to them. Well, I mean, that feels like it, you didn't get what you paid for. Like, I don't know. This worked fine for six months. Uh, but if there's a warranty, then maybe it it's going against that. I don't know. I don't know who works there. You said I have to reach out to Warren T. No. What's his, that his last name? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking backwards. Okay. Wherever you find your podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesse calls Walt at the hospital and Walt's like, don't call me. And, <laughs> and that's then it. he, uh, but is that also where he does that? Like try to cover where, Skyler walks up and he's like, oh, I'll let you know that, you know, I'll let her yeah, thank you. That's where he does that. And Skyler just kind of flips him a double bird and walks away backwards, keeping yeah, eye, unbroken eyes. A successful moonwalk without looking at her feet. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then uh, she, uh, she's like, we should all get breakfast. And then they all eat breakfast. And then Walt does a monologue about going to the hospital. Yes. Marie starts like Marie's like, I just don't like these forks and how they got water spots on them and everyone's like marie don't he's gonna monologue when you when you do stuff yeah. like this he monologues and she just won't stop and then he's like you know i remember and yeah. talks about when he got some kind of cancer surgery and how he was afraid he was gonna die and he got too many green lights that day and he wanted to be stuck in traffic oh and we skip because it's clearly not in this wiki but my favorite scene which is walt does a physical acting exercise uh, which is they're all hanging out and a table's a little wobbly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, maybe you don't remember this scene, listener, unless you like just watched the show. Oh, there's a scene where they're all waiting in the waiting room. Walt's reading a magazine. The table in front of him is like wobbly. So he takes, I think, like a full minute and just pulls out a little piece of cardboard from the magazine and fixes the table. And it's great. It's definitely something that, like, if I were there, if my dad was doing that, I'd be like, Dad, stop. Just. Just leave it. And you can tell, like, the look on the two women's face. They're both like, just, this isn't important. But you know how men are sometimes. They just gotta, they gotta try to fix up whatever they can control, you know? We love sports and tools. Um, and so, yeah, the, they cut later to um, Gus, who is in his office, where they also store the chicken buckets for <laughs> Los Poyos. I love that detail. Like, all the extra buckets from, clearly... Didn't have enough room in the storage closet or in his office. Um, like, what's the point of being rich if you can't present yourself as filthy rich? I guess he owns, like, a successful business. I think it's just, you know, like, he doesn't mind avoiding the trappings of those things because he drives, like, a Volvo. But what's the point of wanting all that, like, putting all that yourself at all that risk? Because he, like, runs a successful chain restaurant. Like, he has a lot of money legally. I don't get why he would want to still, why he has not phased himself out. I mean, Maybe he just likes the power? I think, I'm just trying to think of how, like, what the justification would be for that. And I mean, I don't think that people who get into cooking meth ever necessarily do it and have an end game in mind. I mean, they, they yes and no, because Walt had one, but then that didn't work out and he became a power hungry maniac. So maybe Gus's power hungry maniac just manifests in a different way. And he realizes like he's good at something. Why should he stop? You know, 
I guess. I suppose. Um, like, how would he have yeah. the resources to prevent himself from getting obliterated eventually by the cartel if he didn't stay powerfully cooking meth, you know? I guess. Well, I mean, what we kind of learned... So, the next episode, they have that kind of info dump, which you really didn't understand at the time, which, like, him cooking his own meth with Walt and Gale is, like, kind of his own little side hustle that he's trying to make the main hustle. Mm. His only really deal is supposed to be distribution from the cartel. Mm. Um, and that's and Walt last episode is like, but if this individual could have his own source of meth on this side of the border, the possibilities would be endless. And so what we see with that um, Juan Bolsa, who's that cartel guy we saw who dies at the end of this episode, is him trying to, like, break free of the cartel, the ramifications of which kind of become clear in season four mm. when the uh, uh, the pool shenanigans. I recall, Sorry, that yes. was too much info dumped at once. But he talks to Juan Bolsa, who is someone you've never seen True. on the phone. And he's like, hey, who told my guys to shoot a DEA agent? I would never have told anyone to do that. And, and that's it. And Gus is like, I don't know. Yeah, shit, beats me. So, beats but that's weird because Gus also is the one who warned Hank about it. I, you know, I know. I'm going to need to rewatch the next episode to really understand yeah, all of that. Because at the time I had made a narrative that was probably wrong, which was just maybe I didn't understand all the implications of what had happened there. Um, Walt mentioned last episode that he's when he was kind of he because Walt just kind of nails it. He knows exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, he said in one stroke, he bloodied both sides uh, and like put them on each other, which is, I think, what he was trying to do. OK. Um, and so because Gus is kind of like a slippery operator, operates on his own or is trying to. Yeah. And this is his way to do that, which we'll find out a little bit more of at the very end of the episode. Um, but yeah. So after that, um, yeah, Juan Bols is like, yeah, the next drug shipment's going to be delayed. And Gus is like, oh, what a shame. I don't have any drugs up here. So that's a bummer. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, the Gus actually learns in that call that one of the guys survived. Um, and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say that, but you can see it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just reading this straight out. Um, oh yeah. The next scene is that Walter is like walking back in with like toothbrushes and shit. And he sees, uh, um, Gomez, uh, talking with another DEA agent, some Hank stories. And, uh, this DEA agent, his name's, uh, He's booked as friendly agent, but his name is Ken Thomas, and he books. He plays a lot of army guys <laughs> and police chief guys. He is in uh, DC Universe Online, a video game. Uh, Guns Akimbo as police chief. Snowden as the Warrington Gate Guard. And that's Sin City 2. How no one really watched. Oh, no, Sin City, the, right, the good one. Oh, People did watch. That was that's fun, cool. yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. That's it for him. Yeah, and then they go and they look at the, the uh, one of the would-be assassins. Yeah, well, they were, like, the pretty mad. They were like, he's getting drugs and painkillers, and he's up there. He's safe. He's taxpayers. Let's look at him. And when they go to look at him, he wakes up, and he sees Walt, and he's, like, immediately going to try to do something to Walt, even though he has no legs, and there's a bunch of cops around him. Um, but before he can get to Walt... Uh, hospital people come and they put him back in bed. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, man. 
dude, that must hurt. Dude, let's put you back in bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, before that, there was a little montage where like a bunch of doctors were like, hey, let's rush him in, rush him in. And they were like clipping a boot. And you're like, that's not Hank's boot. Uh, clearly, that was his boot. Yes. And I should say that those doctors' names are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Those two ER doctors were Christopher Dempsey. Um who was in Manhattan. He was in The Deception. He was in... He's Patrick Dempsey's brother, right? He's Patrick Dempsey's brother. Okay. His less successful brother. But he's in the Jigsaw mur- He's in the jigsaw Puzzle Murders in 2021. And that's, that's really... That's his comeback. You think so? And Yep. And then Laura Martinez was the other one. She might have been the EMT doctor. I'm not sure. But she fucking is... She's fine. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, she's in every TV show. She was in Waco. She was in Graves, Midnight, Texas, From Dust Till Dawn, the series. And now I'm not even back to 2015 yet. And Hell or High Water? She's done I, it all. That was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, man. That was the last movie I saw in Chicago in the theaters. Okay. Moving on. <sighs> okay. We'll, we'll get through this. I can't um, think of what happens next. Is it? Are we back in the lab where Jesse's just like, I don't know what to do with myself. So he's trying to, like, make everything suck him off. Uh... No, that's, there's, oh, oh, there's another, Jesus Christ, another doctor announces that Hank is out of surgery, and I gotta find who that is. That is Michael Brian French. Okay. The white-haired doctor. Yeah, his name's Michael Brian French. He's, he, uh, he was in Orange is the New Black a lot, as Jack Pearson, I don't remember him. And I watched Orange is the New Black. And he was in that new show, The Flight Attendant. All right, we're done with him. All right, get the we're fuck out of here, there's dude. There's too many fucking people in this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and the, the doctor from the beginning, I couldn't remember. Her name was Rosa Estrada. Okay, we're done. Okay, all right. Ugh. Rosa, if you're listening, I'm sorry that we barely got into you. <laughs> I think that actually might be it for under five, though. She was in El Camino, too. Oh, technical advisor. Okay, I'm done. They must have just oh, had sorry. a lot of people on set that day. like. Yeah, and they're just like, put on some scrubs. You're a doctor today. Yeah. Okay, this doctor tells them hey <laughs> surgery's over and then okay yeah then it cuts to the super lab and jesse's you can take it from here just trying to make everything suck him off and he's bored as hell and he then he fills up his own like jumpsuit with air compressed air uh-huh. and then victor comes in and is like what the fuck are you doing and jesse calls hank again or i'm sorry not Hank. That would be silly. He calls Walt again, and he says, dude, turn on your phone. Ooh. And then he does turn on his phone, and they have an argument, yeah. and then, uh, you know, you know, Jesse doesn't know how to cook with these machines, and Walt won't allow that to happen. So... Mm-hmm. He, he, he keeps, like, trying to cook meth, and then, like, he's like, alright, I think I did it, and then it comes out of the oven, and it's it's a it's a pot roast. And he's like, fuck! <laughs> Not again! Shit. I can't keep eating all these roasts. Um, uh, they go through some important information on this call. Do you remember what he brings up about someone named Tuco? No. Uh-oh. But I knew that Tuco is somebody they tried to kill. It was some guy with Tuco with a machine gun in the desert or something like that. Was that? Yeah, it? they mentioned they talk about that. He says, "Hey, do you remember Tuco?" And Jesse was like, "Yeah, in the machine gun desert." And Walt's like, "Yeah." Who did he say was coming to pick us up? And he's like, "His cousins." It was his cousins, and that's all. I'm just just referencing that that information has come to light. Okay, so yes. All right. I, um, I'm going to guess that Hank is, I'm sorry, Walt is trying to figure out who the, these people are who are here to 
who are so mad to see him, even when they have... You'd be correct in guessing that, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm not even going to try to be coy. So, now we are back in the hospital, and I don't know what else happened. We're back in the hospital, but it's not just the regular people there. Gus is there. Oh, and he brought all sorts of chicken. Yeah. Oh, 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 I think the reason why I didn't realize it was that, because... Um, Walt has to have a conversation on the phone with Gus. Yep, I, I skipped that. Yep, sorry. I actually skipped a couple. Of, Walt talks to Gus on the phone. He's like, dude, we're fine. Gail fucked things up, but we'll get your meth. Yeah, and Gus is like, okay, sounds good. Give me a bunch of meth next week, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, because then they were like, hey, did you hear? Gus Fring, the Gus Fring, is going to be giving us free chicken. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and then the chicken shows up, mm-hmm. and... They're like, wow, this is great chicken. Uh, yep. Thank you so much for all this chicken. And Gus is like, uh, very cordial and like, I have met Hank. He is a true hero. Uh, mm-hmm. I met him at a fun run. And we even talked about you, Walt. And there was a collection for your health kit and all of these things. And I hope you're better now. I have to go. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And he leaves and Walt follows him out with a lame excuse. And he tries to get... And this is a scene that we've seen before um, where he tries yeah. to get... Some information about, like, this attack on my brother. What does it mean? I don't understand. You knew I he was my brother. How come you didn't say anything? And Gus is just like, shake my hand and tell me thank you. Uh, he Gus doesn't... tries to ghost him a bunch in this hot... He's like, all right, yeah, thank you. Nice talking to you. And then Walt's like, fucking talk, dude. Come on. It's <laughs> like the first time you hang out in a group with your ex after you've broken up. And you're like, you want to, like, talk a bunch, but they're like, I mean, we're just in a group of friends. Like, you got to be cool. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but come on. Like, let's talk. And like, listen, I didn't want this to be weird, and you're making it weird. <laughs> uh, um, why? Do you remember what episode this was used as a flashback in? I, for the life of me, cannot remember. Oh. And I forget why it was used as a flashback. I mean, it, it had to be in open. the beginning of four, right? And yeah, yeah, it was in the beginning or in the middle of four. I for, I'm for I'm blanking. Yeah, um, but I don't remember. I do not yeah. recall unless it was something to do with the cartel in four. You know. Yeah, I think it, I think it probably was. Fuck, I don't know. Um, but then, oh, it is revealed that Gus's fried chicken delivery was just a distraction. That always, for Mike to, like, sneak in there. I never realized it was just a distraction, because, I mean, there's, I feel like Mike would have gotten in there anyway. Yeah, Mike's so good at like this wiki's he... wrong. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, That's, this wiki's applying meaning that wasn't actually there. Shame on you, wiki. Yeah, I don't, I didn't feel like that was, that, that was not a logical through line to me. That Me neither. Me yeah. neither. Okay, no, so it's not just us. It's not just but, me. Yeah. 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 And then... But then we hear, like, flatline noises, and we're like, what? Nuh-uh. And the little no-legged man is uh, getting chest compressions. Yes, he clearly, uh, they clearly use the chicken as a distraction so that, well, uh, Mike can, I'm just kidding, it was a joke. Um, Meg? I know. God damn it. I know. I did it again. Uh, Jesus. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he dies. He just, he goes, they call, they call his death, and... Everybody's like, wow, Jesus, son of a bitch. And you see that uh. Mike puts a, uh, you know, needle in the needle disposing compartment. And I thought it was filled with 
uh, ecto cooler, but you said it was probably just air. Probably just an air pocket. I don't know. And then the adverb I would use for Mike putting that syringe in the little disposal would be grumpily. <laughs> he even moans while you go. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I guess uh, he doesn't speak in this episode, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know how you do that. Like you go to the poison. It could be any. A lot of shit kills humans. I'm sure it was just air, like you said, because they had no reason why, like, cardiac arrest began. So unless it was ricin, but you said that, but they always imply that ricin takes a couple days to work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's probably just air. Maybe just piss. I don't know what happens if you inject piss in your if veins. You, yeah, Drink. if you inject piss in your hey. veins, what would happen? Would your blood just, like, be like, no, no, no. And or, it just turns into cement or something? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know how the human body works. That's okay. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's it. That's the end of that. And then we go to uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. We see them frying the chicken. And uh, then Gus gets a call on his uh, cellular telephone. And it's the... Important for later, it's a flip phone. Yes. Go on, Meg. Uh, it's Juan, what's his name? Juan Bolsa. Juan Bolsa. And he said, ah, the dude, he's dead. I, like, didn't want that. I wanted him to still be alive so I could figure out what the fuck. And, uh, did you do this? And he's like, oh, come on. What? How would I benefit from this? You know? That don't even, Mm -hmm. bro, that's out of line. You're out of line. He got really mad. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we hear some rumblings in the background and some shoutings and guess what it, there's a bunch of uh people shooting and Juan Julio try or uh, Juan Bolsa tries to leave and he gets shot and then a bunch of federales shoot him what would they shoot him just on sight alone i don't know how federales I, happen i mean he opened like i'm assuming cuz they like raided the building right and yeah. like you heard like glass breaking so I'm assuming they were yelling, like, knock it off. Like, hey, <laughs> your hands, hands. And he opens the door, like, holding a gun. Yeah. And so they were probably like, all right, shit, we got him. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, who, who knows? Um, and, oh, and he was in a flashback. I don't know if you remember. The flashback where Gus's friend and or lover dies, uh-huh. he was there. Okay. I don't remember. So, I don't place him. Because I was like, what What happened to the other one that I, the big brawny guy, remember him? Don Eladio, yes. Yes. Uh, he's he's doing his own thing. Okay. I feel like he's like a figurehead. Like he's so, uh, you know, he's just about like the girls in the pool now and everyone works for him. And that's just how the mafia works. Um, That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, so he's dead. Gus breaks his phone in half in a very satisfying manner. Yeah, very. Can't do it, it anymore. Ah, oh, love it. Throws it in the trash can and wiggles his little butt back into his restaurant. <laughs> and that's that. And then, oh, uh, so then we're back at the hospital, right? Uh, we are back at the hospital for the final scene. Very good. And uh, and they say, okay, uh, Hank Stable, you can go see him now. And but not all of you. And she's like, yes, all of us. And she parades them in there to see Hank uh, very heavily machined up. And I felt kind of mm-hmm. like, did, was this necessary to bring like your nephew into? It probably could have been fine. Just you guys. And Meg, they're all family. I don't know. 
And so they're all he wants his they're his family, Meg. Okay? <laughs> and so uh Hank uh is all machined up and he's completely unconscious and you see Marie get really emotional and she gives him a big old smooch on the forehead and uh yeah, it was, it was emotional to see. Yeah. And then it cuts to black. And it says produced by Vince Gilligan, and then there's some credits. And so we're like, we're, we ended that early, so I'm like, okay, we gotta, we gotta stretch this out. We gotta. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they talk about um, the executive producers, and then uh, <laughs> sound design, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot, a lot of stuff. How going early on. Okay. are we? Not that early. Forty nine minutes. Oh yeah, we just plus like the minute of bullshit that we cut out every episode. Yeah. True. I mean, um, we can talk for ten minutes. I can. I, uh, yeah. I don't know who, need, who needs it. What, what grade you give this episode? Hmm, this is hard to. This is a hard one. I liked it, but it wasn't Gale heavy enough. So I, I def, that definitely is working against it. Um, I guess it's like a B plus, A minus situation for me. Uh, the Ringer gives this one a four. It's number fourteen. I don't know. Well, we talked about it. it. It's it is the very place one. It is one rank more prestigious than last week's, which was Kafka esque. That was forty eight, and this was forty seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seemed higher uh, than forty seven to me, but I haven't seen. Yeah, I like this episode a lot. I think it's really good. I think clearly, the episode we're gonna watch next is gonna be a flashy culmination of events that clearly ends on some very ooh, what's gonna happen? Nope. Yeah. And this is just kind of cleanup time is what this episode was. Yeah. And so it's less needs to be there. It's an unsung hero of serialized television. But what are you going to do? It doesn't get it doesn't get the trophies. I uh I mean I thought that uh, it was a well-acted episode. I definitely thought yeah. Marie had to do a lot this episode and she often doesn't uh like have she usually just plays one note but she was like all different types of annoying in this episode yeah she had to kind of like lash out and didn't really have anyone to lash out to yeah and kind of felt sympathetic for her even when she was at her most annoying i felt sympathy for why that was happening you know yeah yeah he didn't have his gun and those, to be fair, was, it if, was a spotty fork and stuff like that. Yeah. And to be fair, if she got shot, she wouldn't have had her gun. So she can't really blame other people for not. Most people don't have their gun. It depends on what part of the country you're in. But that's true. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't own a gun. What? And if I did. Yeah, I don't. I don't own one yet. Ah. I'll, I'll get one. <laughs> uh, soon, I'm just, you know, I'm gun curious now. Is that true? Did you, like, I've definitely seen guys in their, you're just 30, but, like, I've definitely saw, like, older people in their mid to late 30s all of a sudden be like, maybe we should get a gun uh, in my life before. And I was always like, the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I don't think we should be allowed to have them. I agree with that. Since we are, I want one. Okay. Uh, That's where I'm at. Sorry. Is that a bit? I just wanna... Are you being sincere? No, I would kind of do one, like, just like a pistol, just to, like, have in my pocket, and I want one of those things, like, in a suit jacket that it, like, comes out. Oh, you know, oh, so, like, you want, like, a f- espionage, like, set up or yeah. something. Yeah, or if I can't do that, an ankle holster. Uh, you don't want, like, uh, the things detectives wear, no? Nah, I don't need that. I want an ankle holster. Okay, I, I'll, all right. I'll backtrack a little bit and say, 
no, I don't really want a gun. I get why people want guns. Really? Does that make more sense? I get I get it. Totally get it. Don't think they should have them. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> I I don't get why people want guns. I they scare me so much. Uh mm-hmm. and I always think that the type of person I I should not finish these thoughts. I'm realizing. I don't know. Do what you want. I think that the times I meet people who are really, really, really into guns, it's like I, it independent of that, we have very little in common. It's just like a, it's like a whole different type of person, and they have want nothing to do with me too. It's not like a one sided thing. It's just like that's just something about people who are like super into guns that like. I guess I'm just on the opposite side of the spectrum in terms of personality things. I've very rarely ever met anybody who like loves guns and all the same stuff that I do, you know? Okay. Yeah. We should really wrap this up before we dig ourselves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cut all of some that. Some sort of, we gotta cut us. We gotta cut ourselves off. Okay, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Instagram's at breaking. No, I'm the one who had the bad takes. I'm the one. Who, <laughs> I'm the one who needs to be cut off. Instagram's at breaking backwards where Meg posts some funny shit. Uh, we're on the New York NYC Podcast Network, at least for now. I don't know how long that goes, but but it's something I found on Fiverr. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll find some better. We'll find some um, some more great stuff on Fiverr. Check out Fiverr.com for all your. Check out Fiverr.com if you want people to promote your podcast. <laughs> or wow. you know, if you uh, there's they probably do other things on Fiverr. Yeah, check out Fiverr if you want someone to build a shelf. Yeah, check out Fiverr if you want to pay a stranger to read your tarot cards uh All right. okay well, yeah, until next time <laughs> a mighty fine heisenberg heisenberg to you fair listener fair listener bye